0: Isn't that true? I've never met anyone, I don't care how dark their life was, who said, oh, I just love being stupid. I want to get more stupid. You say, what? That'd be insanity. Everyone wants to be wise. This program can help you walk out the wisdom of God in your daily life, not just down the road, but in your daily life. And I love this. It tells us that wisdom makes your bones fat. You know, you say, I don't want fat bones. Well, it means anointed bones. I think wisdom has so much to do with your health, your wealth, all these areas of your life. Who wants to be stupid? Everyone wants to be wise. Who wants to be sick? Who wants to be poor? Who wants to be defeated? Nobody And today we have a guest that has a key that will totally transform your life. I'm going to tell you, this is a destiny day for you. Listen to this. Let God speak to you. Let God give you a victory in your life you've never had. Sarah and I have such a special guest. We have Dr. Greg Moore. Yes. And we love you. You the, are one of our very
1: favorites. Well, I guess you should know oh, that. Well, you you guys are one of our <laughs> favorites. You know, I'm the director of Karis Bible College in Wilden Park, Colorado. It's Andrew Womack's Bible College. And uh, for the audience, I need you to know that uh, Marilyn and Sarah are two of our very favorite teachers. Well, thank <laughs> you. That, that's, we, we do surveys of the students. And nice. They, and we have over 800 students there. And they, they love it when Marilyn and Sarah come. And uh, and I'll tell you, Matt, Marilyn. Uh, some of the things that you've taught in the past and uh, just just radically set me free. Your 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 message on keys to not fainting. You remember okay. that? Just I, in fact, I preached it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> myself. <laughs> Good later. for you. Yeah, and it's just it just we just uh, totally receive and love your ministry and really really appreciate uh, your value of the Word of God. And yeah. and Sarah, you're just the best. You the people. People, students love you, and, and uh, we, we, we love what I, I love what you what you teach about the uh, about Mary and Martha. Just it was yeah. really good how Martha really wasn't tur- she turned out good. Right?
2: Yeah, she turned out so yeah, well. Yeah, she gets she a bum rap, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Greg, you have this amazing book, and I love this: a prosperous soul. Yes. Um, and I love this because there's not a person watching who doesn't want their soul to prosper. I mean, seriously, nobody signs up and says, please, I want to live in poverty. I want to live broken, sick, run down. You know, we all want to live in prosperity. Um, But walk us through, because sometimes I think our idea of prosperity, we might think prosperity is, you know, like Bentleys and, you know, rich clothes and all kinds of jewels and all this stuff. Can a person have all that stuff and still be poor?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're they're rich people who are poor in their in their soul. They're not generous. Uh, they're not thinking about others. Really, uh, the best definition of prosperity that I know, I know is that we be that we're blessed to be a blessing. And so you know, a lot of people when they when they pray for finances, they're just focusing on their needs. When you look at 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, it talks about the New Testament definition of prosperity is that we have enough, that we have all sufficiency in all things, and an abundance to every good work. And and let me, let me stop and say just for a moment, God is speaking to someone right now to sow a significant seed uh, into Marilyn Hickey Ministries. I, I know He's speaking to someone. He's dealing... With you and listen, God blessed you, and He blessed you to be a blessing. Uh, he, and so, I want you to stop right now, and and stop what you're doing. Call in and and uh, and give the uh, sow that seed. Uh, I believe God's speaking to someone to give a thousand dollars to help uh, Marilyn and Sarah go out and get the word out and do the things that. That they've called uh, God's called them to do, and then what you make happen for others, God's going to make happen for you. And so this this definition of prosperity is to have enough and extra, right? Yes. And and to have to be blessed to be a blessing. And so I ask people, all right, have you ever had a need in your life that you can remember you didn't have the money sure. in in your checkbook to pay for it? And they said, well, yeah. I said, well, how much? Well, it varies. $1,000, $500, $30,000. So I'll ask them, how much was enough to meet that need? And well, they'll say, well, $500, $1,000, $30,000. I said, yeah. Is it enough to pray for just enough? Not if you have a prosperity mindset. Not for you to have a prosperous soul it, it is never enough for you to pray for just enough. That's mm. selfish. See, that's not a prosperous soul. A prosperous soul is to say, you know what? The devil's produced lack in my life right now, and I'm just going to give him a double black eye. I'm, I, if I have a five five thousand dollar need, uh, you don't have a, you don't have the five thousand in your hand, so you're looking to God. Why don't you ask Him for double? You know what? He'll bring it. Right. And when he does, it'll be enough and extra. Blessed to be a blessing. God, that's, that's true prosperity. That's a prosperous soul.
0: And I love that because I have experienced that. Yes. <laughs> you know, you sow a seed and never drink the harvest that will come in. That's right. But I think, folks, you need to get focused on seed, the seed of God's Word in your life, and take that seed and speak it, and this will help you really take hold of the seed of prosperity in your soul, which will affect everything, everything, your health, your wealth, everything. You say, well, how do you know that? Because I know it works, and I'm older than you are. I'm 85, (laughs) and it works, and all these principles are in here that I have seen in my life, from the time I was 23 to 85. So you may say, well, I, you can't convince me, honey, too late to try and tell me it's wrong. And I love the titles in here. You have a healed and a united heart, that our hearts are where the issues of our life are. And how do we deal with that? And how do we see that come to pass? You know, this is a how-to book. So I want you to call in with wherever you're hurting, We don't counsel, we want to pray with you, but get the book, get two or three of them, pass it on, be a generous soul. Say, this will help me, but this will help so-and-so and 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 so-and-so. Identify, you know, who I'm going to give this book to. I'm going to pray over this book and God is going to help heal them in wonderful ways. Don't you agree? I do, but you know, I also want to ask this question, Greg. Um, People may be watching
2: right now and they may think "I, I am prosperous. Um, what would be some indications, evidence? What would be some things we might look at in our lives that would indicate the l- lack of po- lack of prosperity? That would indicate poverty in our soul, not just our checkbook, but right. in our soul. What would be some of the indicators of that?
1: Well, when <clears throat> uh, when God is speaking to you, you know He's speaking to you to give, for example. You know, and and I, I know there's still. Uh, five more people that God's speaking to to give that thousand dollars, and when you're when you're having that internal struggle about that, it's not about you don't you don't have the money you have the money, it's just that, you know you uh, you have in your soul your soul is holding on to something that you should be releasing because what you hold on to uh, can't uh, what it actually do is limit the the prosperity of your inner man. And then it, then it hinders the prosperity of your outer man. So if you're, if you're struggling with, with giving, then you know what, you need to act against that. You, you just sow that seed and watch what happens on the inside of you. It's like your, your soul uh, becomes a mirror of, of the nature of God. God so loved the world that He gave.
0: Mm. When
1: we give, Mm. We become, we 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 are in the image of God, but then we, when we are, we become just like Him in nature, and and then what happens is it obliterates the enemy's uh, hold on your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, how do you see prosperity in the soul as it relates to relationships? Because that's especially for women. That's like a real hot spot for us. Is our Friendships, our marriages, our, our relationships, our children, our, yeah, our, our parents—the whole thing. Where do you, how do you see prosperity roll into relationships?
1: Well, that's a big subject. You know, we, it's, <laughs> it it really covers. Uh, a lot of ground. Yeah, but but the the thing is, is that God builds His kingdom uh, on revelation and relationship, and so uh, when we are trusting God with our relationships. In our heart, then what we're going to do is we'll forgive. Whenever there's been a problem, somebody's done us wrong, we'll uh, we'll trust God with our children. You know, the, uh, you moms out there, many of you are actually hindering the life of Jesus and the and the future and uh, and prosperity of your own children because of fear. Mm-hmm. And that fear uh, is an unprosperous soul. It fear is a lack of trust, and so. These type of things, unforgiveness, fear, they'll hinder a prosperous soul. And they're indicators. It's not to get condemned about, just an indicator. God, uh, my, I know my spirit man is right, but my soul is not lining up right now. And so would you help me? And he will, if you'll ask him, he will. Nice. Yeah.
0: That nice. is so good. Because that soul area, while wow, I don't think we always deal with. We just deal with the problem. But God has a provision for the problem. And I like the titles of your chapters in here and how you tell you can deal with the very thing that is probably hurting you the most, knowing your identity Mm -hmm. very well. What is your identity? That is so key. Be sure you get this. Now, listen, we're not through with relationships because all of us really deal with people. I've always said, God, if I just had to deal with you, I'd have a wonderful life. It's these people down here, they're the problem. But folks, the promise can work with the problem and turn the problem around and make it a provision. We'll be right back.
3: Prosperity and health are natural byproducts of a healthy and prosperous soul. But what constitutes a prosperous soul? According to 3 John 2, our financial prosperity and physical health are directly linked to the prosperity of our soul. Understanding this truth will motivate us to shift our focus from seeking financial prosperity and physical healing to developing a prosperous soul as our first priority. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Greg Moore's book, A Prosperous Soul. In this book, you will learn essential keys and discover what it takes to establish a prosperous soul and healthy life. We will also send you Maryland's two CD set, Soul Prosperity. In this teaching series, you will learn how God wants you to achieve soul prosperity, what the Bible has to say about your finances, and the biblical keys to transforming your life. We will also send you our Soul Prosperity Scripture card to further encourage you through God's Word. Pursue new levels of prosperity in your life. Call or click today for this valuable resource.
2: We're so happy to have Greg Moore with us in his new book, A Prosperous Soul. Of course, you need to get on the phone, get on the website, buy heaps and heaps of these because they're really, really practical. And Greg, you know, when we talked in the last little segment here, we talked about relationships. And just in between this break that we just had, we talked some more about the relationship challenge um as it relates to a prosperous soul what would you say would be one of the key after unforgiveness probably what would you say would be one of the next obstacles uh for a prosperous soul with our relationships
1: yeah i think it's uh judgments Mm -hmm. uh sarah i think uh, in Marilyn, i think we are so tempted uh in in our relationships to judge others where we too we too easily assume the motives of people's hearts Um, I I remember after I left pastoring, uh, I became a CEO of a large African ministry and uh, for a period of time, and and, uh, uh, the the president of the the organization called me in after being there seven months and fired me. And we never had a cross word with each other. Uh, Never did find out exactly uh, what happened? Which, by the way, that that led me to the position I'm I'm in right now. But we had to deal in our hearts, my wife and I, with judgment and offense, and judging why they did it, uh, passing sentence on him for doing that. I mean, I had people offended for me. You know, I mean, sure. I, I I wanted to say, you know, I try. What 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 was the reason? And and he would. You know, he all he could say, well, it's just not a right fit, and we had, the ministry had grown and things were prospering, and so. Uh, but the bottom line was, we had to deal with our own hearts, and we had to make a decision. You know what? I'm not going to pass judgment. I'm not going to, first of all, pass a sentence. He's a brother. Um, he'll ha- he has to stand before God, and I made the deci- We made the decision. Uh, what God had spoken to us. That he had a new assignment for us. That man couldn't stop us. Right. And so we released. It took a little while. Okay. For those for those who who've been in that in that situation, you know, it's like getting it's like sticky fly Right. You know, you get you get in the pra- you God. get in prayer and you you <laughs> get right. it over on the Lord and then and then, you know, the enemy brings back the memory. Oh yes. You know, and but the but listen, God told us not to judge. So we have the ability to do this. So we, it took us about a month. We got our cares over on the Lord. We got we, we made a decision. I'm not going to pass judgment on his motives, nor am I going to pass judgment uh, on, on what he deserves because of this. I'm going to commit him to you, Lord. He's yours. Vengeance is mine, mm-hmm. says the Lord. And you know what? Uh, uh, we, we got a severance package during that time, and then that was the time that Andrew, with seven weeks later, Andrew called us into his, Andrew Womack called us into his office and, and uh, offered us a position there, which, which is a much better fit than what we were doing there. And you know what, our soul, my soul was free. Yeah. So I was able to prosper. I was able to move into what God had for us uh, because we didn't allow ourselves to be offended.
0: I like this about the book, Sarah. It tells you the how-to. Yes. You know, I know you went through some time. Yes. But you give how-to here to deal with your soul. And folks, I always need the how-to. You know, some of these recipes, they're so delicious when you taste them, but how to put them together. How do you put your soul together to be prosperous? This is a how-to book. It's called A Prosperous Soul, The Secret Key to a Life and Health and Prosperity. Now, you say, do you highly recommend it? I couldn't recommend it more. I couldn't recommend it more because I know God wants everybody to succeed. He doesn't want us to fail in us this, this life. He didn't make you to be a failure. Call in today and maybe just tell briefly of someplace where you feel there's a hindrance. Let him pray with you. But get the book and pass it on. Get two or three books, pass it on. Folks, God wants us to win. He didn't make you to lose. He made you to win, and this is a winning book.
2: The other thing too, Mom, I would encourage each person watching, everybody's got needs, whether it's financial needs, or health needs, or family needs, or emotional needs. Everybody has needs. And so I would encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you that God would meet those needs. But, you know, part of the idea of God meeting our needs speaks into our soul, into our hearts. And Greg, your first chapter, and I can't get away from this because it's all about the Holy Spirit. And I'm like,
4: woo! yes, bring
2: it. But the Holy Spirit paradigm shift. And and that's, you frame the whole thing based on this chapter. What is that shift?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sarah, the, really, it was just a personal revelation and download that God gave me as I was reading 3 John 2 that uh, I, I'm going to prosper. And I knew God wants to pro- wanted to prosper me and be in health. Now, that's not just receiving healing. That's walking in health. Right. That's, that's a lot better than that's needing right. to receive healing. Right. And, but it said, even as your soul prospers. And it just became a passion of mine, that, that phrase, even as your soul prospers, you mean my my physical health and my financial prosperity? Then, if that verse is true, Third John two, uh, is linked to the, to the prosperity of my soul, and then I begin to see other verses like Proverbs four, twenty three that said, "Guard your heart, for uh, out of out of it flows the issues of life," and if you study the Greek and Hebrew, which which we, which we sure, do, sure. then you see that word issues is really the word borders and boundaries. And so what it's telling us is the condition of our heart, the soulish part of our heart, is going to impact how far we go in life, how far, how, how well we succeed in life, how well our relationships go, and on and on. And you know what? I don't want to be limited. No. I, I don't want to give place to the enemy one inch. And so, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to pray for healing, for example, or pray for a financial blessing and then give the enemy some stronghold or big landing strip in my soul Mm -hmm. of bitterness and judgment and unforgiveness. I'm just not going to do it. And, and you know what? That's, that's our heart here for this program. That's the heart behind, behind this book. God has set you free and he wants he wants to possess every part of your heart, not just not just your spirit, man, that's born again. And when you do that, the issues and borders and boundaries of your life are going to expand financially, you know, health-wise, relationally. It, it's powerful. And I and I'm just speaking that prosperity uh, to you today. I'm just te- I'm calling you out of the wilderness, out of Egypt, but out of the wilderness into the into your promised land through your soul prospering.
0: I like this too about how this your soul, when it begins to get a revelation of God, how it overflows. It does. One time I was in Pakistan. I was so tired and we had like 100,000 people. I had jet lag. I didn't feel spiritual. <laughs> I just felt bad. And so I'm walking up to the speak to these people and believe for healing for all these muslim people for them to be saved and i said oh lord i am so tired and he spoke to my soul he said i'm not and it's not your name it's my name
1: (laughs) and
0: i you know i remember that those things that god says to your soul those borders and boundaries that he gives you they are so wonderful and if you haven't called us for prayer We never put people down. We don't counsel them. But I'm telling you, we pray the promise with you. And the promise brings the provision. And have you called in for the book? Maybe you haven't watched but a little bit of this program. And you don't have the book. And you say, soul prosperity? If anybody ever needed it, I need it. So call in and get the book. And, of course, leave your prayer request And I love this, you know, we never want to just hoard something. We want to pass it on. That's why the Lord said to me, you know, pass your mantle in on. Don't be like (laughs) Elisha who was buried with his. That's throw a dead man in. Pass it on. I would say to you, get five or six books and pass it on. And let the Lord pass on a special anointing to you today that you have soul prosperity. You walk in favor in the wisdom of God that you're unlimited in your success. You're not limited by what people say. You're unlimited by what he has said. And so I'm going to call this your supernatural unlimited day
3: with Jesus. Our prosperity and health are natural byproducts of a healthy and prosperous soul. But what constitutes a prosperous soul? According to 3 John 2, our financial prosperity and physical health are directly linked to the prosperity of our soul. Understanding this truth will motivate us to shift our focus from seeking financial prosperity and physical healing to developing a prosperous soul as our first priority. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Greg Moore's book, A Prosperous Soul. In this book, you will learn essential keys and discover what it takes to establish a prosperous soul and healthy life. We will also send you Maryland's two CD set, Soul Prosperity. In this teaching series, you will learn how God wants you to achieve soul prosperity, what the Bible has to say about your finances and the biblical keys to transforming your life. We will also send you our Soul Prosperity Scripture card to further encourage you through God's Word. Pursue new levels of prosperity in your life. Call or click today for this valuable resource.
1: I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources.
4: I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then, saving Moses. Saving Moses gives me a safe place to sleep at night.
0: Give
1: me the therapeutic milk I need to thrive.
4: Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely.
2: It's been absolutely wonderful to have you on our program today, Greg. Thank you, Boatloads, for being with us. But I'd like to ask you to pray for our audience, really that they would have prosperity in their soul.
1: Absolutely. And it's been a joy to be with you. with You, you, you two of the most special ladies on earth. <laughs> nice. And uh, your, your audience is privileged to be partners with this ministry. It's a great ministry. Well, Father, I just want to thank you for your love for us and for uh, each person watching today, Lord, uh, they are so precious to You. Uh, Lord, you, you created them, You fashioned, shaped, and formed them. Lord, they are so special in Your eyes and in our eyes. And Lord, help them to sense and know Your value of them. Help their soul know right well that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord that they have an identity in you that supersedes whatever labels that people have put upon them. We break the uh, false labels off and we declare they're victors in Christ, not just victims. We call people out of places of unforgiveness and judgment and offense and things that would hinder their soul. And we call them into the uh, land that flows with milk and honey of Of prosperity and abundance and and ability to give and be a blessing to others. And Lord, we just call the partners with Maryland Hickey Ministries, Father, we just call them prosperous. We call them blessed. We say you're opening new doors for them, Father, doors of favor, doors of uh, increase, Father, and doors of peace. And, And I pray for every individual that's watching, Father, they may sense and know your presence and they may be filled as with a prosperous soul, Father, and, you'll, and they'll walk in prosperity and health. In Jesus' name, amen.